It's verse-by-verse study time on the International Gospel Hour. Our Are You Studying series continues from 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 30 and 31. So reach for your Bibles, friends, and stay tuned. Hi, this is Jay Webb for International Gospel Hour. For almost 90 years, Churches of Christ have proclaimed God's Word through International Gospel Hour. You are about to listen to another Bible-based lesson with Jeff Archie of International Gospel Hour, starting now. I am bound the promised land. Thank you to our J. Webb, and greetings to all of you. We appreciate you being with us. We always look forward to our studies with you from the International Gospel Hour. As mentioned, friends, we are studying today from 1 Corinthians 1, verses 30 and 31. From time to time, we do what we call the Are You Studying? series. Now, this is where we take a book and chapter of the Bible and go verse by verse. Now, we'll also let you know that this study today actually is a nine-part study in 1 Corinthians chapter 1. If you would love the remainder of our studies, they are available at our website. And please reach out to us if we can help and let you know where you can find those broadcasts. You can call us at our toll-free number, 855-444-6988. That's 855-444-6988. Or you can reach out to us at internationalgospelhour.com and go to the contact tab and say, I'm looking for the First Corinthians study. And we will gladly send you those links where you can listen to those broadcasts. So today, as we begin, First Corinthians 1, 30 and 31. But of him you are in Christ Jesus, who became for us wisdom from God, and righteousness, and sanctification, and redemption, that, as it is written, he who glories, let him glory in the Lord. Awesome text. So we're going to pick up at verse 30 in a moment, but first, a word about one of our partners in study at International Gospel Hour. We at International Gospel Hour are honored to offer the Gospel Gleaner, a free publication. For over 30 years, the Gospel Gleaner has presented sound biblical studies, published quarterly four times a year. Again, subscriptions are always free. Just go to gospelgleaner.com and sign up for either the mail or email version. Be sure to post in the comments blank you heard it from the International Gospel Hour. Now, let's continue our studies. And now, friends, previously we noted from 1 Corinthians 1 and verse 29 that no flesh should glory in His presence. Now, dear friends, when you look at the whole chapter of 1 Corinthians 1, that verse right there is the sum of it all. This defeated the division, the I am of, that we noted earlier in the chapter. No flesh should glory in the presence of God. The foolishness and the wisdom of this world cannot hold to the wisdom of God. The mighty and base things of the world, well, that doesn't matter. His glory should be in us. Listen to Jeremiah from Jeremiah 9:23 and 24. The Lord through Jeremiah said, Let not the wise man glory in his wisdom. Let not the mighty man glory in his might. 
nor let the rich man glory in his riches. But let him who glories glory in this, that he understands and knows me that I am the Lord, exercising loving kindness, judgment, and righteousness in the earth, for in these I delight, says the Lord. So from the Old Testament to the New, dear friends, let us not glory in ourselves, but glory in God. And it's interesting to note from 1 Corinthians one twenty-nine, as well as from Jeremiah 9, that this was said unto God's people who at the time would rather glory in their accomplishments and attributes rather than what the Father can grant, and even greater in what He can grant. That is amazing. To glory in understanding and knowing God, that would help us live our lives reflecting His loving kindness, judgment, and righteousness. And our answer how lies in verse 30. Of Him you are in Christ Jesus, who became for us wisdom from God and righteousness and sanctification and redemption. You are in Christ Jesus. These were Christians in in Corinth. They had been added to the church as we note their obedience in Acts the 18th chapter. To get into Christ, dear friends, is through baptism into Christ. Oh, I realize the religious world would rise up in great disagreement. But we cannot disagree with texts such as Romans 6, 4 through 6, and Galatians 3, 26 and 27 that speak that baptism places one into Christ. One can't believe into Christ, or repent into Christ, or confess into Christ, but one is baptized into Christ. And dear friends, when we see one that is in Christ, then we no longer glory with our presence, but we are to have glory in the Lord. From verse 30 of 1 Corinthians 1, note these words. How about wisdom? We glory not in our wisdom, as noted in Jeremiah 9.23. Now, while secular wisdom, much of it, is good in school and in work, etc., we must not rely on our wisdom of the world to help us grow spiritually. Wisdom in this context of 1 Corinthians 1 is referring, of course, to Christ, thus the insight into Christ. He is our wisdom, and like Paul stated in Philippians 3, 10, and 11, that he wanted to know the Christ, we must desire to know the Christ as wisdom for us to grow. In Ephesians 1 and verse 8, wherein he hath abounded toward us in all wisdom and prudence. And our preaching should not be with wisdom of words, back in 1 Corinthians 1, 17, but preaching from the cross of Christ, because you see, That's wisdom in Christ. Not my wisdom, but Christ. We need to present the insights of Christ, the understanding and the knowledge, to learn of Him and to be obedient and be of wisdom before others. Did not Paul say in Colossians 4 and verse 5, Walk in wisdom toward them that are without, redeeming the time. How about the word righteousness? Well, it would only stand to reason that if I desire His wisdom his insight and understanding those things he grants, then I will see righteousness. And if I desire his wisdom, then I will pursue his righteousness. Listen to 2 Corinthians 5.21. For he hath made him to be sin for us who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Be made. Well, how are we made through Christ? 
It's through His gospel message, Romans 1, 16 and 17, where the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith. And in 1 Corinthians 15, 1 through 4, the gospel that we heard preached, that we accepted, that saved us if we continue to walk in that wisdom. Through seeking first His kingdom and all righteousness, Matthew six thirty three. You see, friends, we yield ourselves as servants of righteousness, Romans 6 and verse 18. When we are obedient to the wisdom and the righteousness of God, what we learn we apply in our lives. And that brings us to the third word, sanctification. To these same Christians at Corinth, Paul reminds them in 1 Corinthians six eleven, And such were some of you, those hideous sins that they were involved within. He says, but you are washed, you are sanctified, but you are justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of our God. Well, we understand how they were washed and sanctified and justified with the example of Crispus, the ruler of the synagogue in Acts 18 and verse 8. The Bible says he believed on the Lord with all his household, and many of the Corinthians hearing believed and were baptized. Now, friends, can I ask you a question? If I hear the gospel and I believe it and I'm baptized, would that not be sufficient? If it was for them, it would be for me. The Christian is a sanctified person, Jude verse 1, set apart for the service of God, 1 Peter 3.15. When we use the definition of sanctified, meaning set apart, that is only partially true. We are set apart for His service to be His servant of righteousness, which takes us back to Romans 6.18. Jesus said, Sanctify them through thy truth, thy word is truth, John seventeen seventeen. One remains as a sanctified soul through the truth. One knows his wisdom, serves him, and remembers the sanctification. And then we see that word redemption. In Psalm 49, 6-8, They that trust in their wealth and boast themselves in the multitude of their riches... None of them can by any means redeem his brother, nor give to God a ransom for him. Dear friends, I have enough, I have not enough rather to redeem myself, but I will glory in my Lord who redeems me through his blood, 1 Peter 1, 18 and 19, and Ephesians 1 and verse 7. His blood of which he paid the price that we cannot pay, but we can accept. O oh, to glory in his redemption! What he has done for me, oh, that beloved hymn, redeemed, how I love to proclaim it, redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. Take that wisdom, righteousness, sanctification, and redemption in my life. The summary is verse 31, that according as it is written, he that glorieth, let him glory in the Lord. Dear friends, I want to pause here for just a bit, as our J. Webb has a few words about our co-laborers, at HouseToHouse.com. We at International Gospel Hour appreciate our co-laborers at HouseToHouse.com, an outstanding website with topic research, free materials, and an excellent media section. Check it out today at HouseToHouse.com, and please request a free copy of House to House Heart to Heart. May this be of aid in your studies. Dear friends, what a wonderful study from 1 Corinthians chapter 1. And again, we have all of these available at our website. Look for the, for the Are You Listening study or Are You Studying study, rather. I'll get it right in a moment. 
Look for those. There are nine different parts. If you need help with the earlier ones, we will help you. To God be the glory, and may we glory in Him and not ourselves. Thank you for joining me for this great study today, and we'll do so at another time. Thanks always for joining me at the International Gospel Hour radio broadcast. I'm Jeff Archie, and friends, keep listening. Thank you for listening to our broadcast today. To God goes all the glory. And we hope that our study today will draw you closer to His Word to walk in His way. To listen to it again or other broadcasts, please visit our website at internationalgospelhour.com. God be with you.